What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Heath Mulligan Project, the podcast where we're helping you discover your purpose, your passion, and your possibilities. Uh, I spent some time over the weekend uh, going through uh, some older episodes uh, on the Anchor app. And so now, especially if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcast. All the episodes are broken into seasons. And so the first season deals with uh, the time from the start of the podcast till uh, the day after my wife's uh, funeral. Uh, the second season is, you know, kind of the rest of, you know, 2019 when I was still recording. Season three is the end of 2019. I took a pretty long hiatus uh, there. Uh, season four is is kind of, you know, some random things at the start of 2020. Season five is kind of when I really got focused there in September and October. And then this is season six. So season six, we're going through uh, the 21 indispensable qualities of a leader. And moving forward, uh, the episodes will be broken down in the seasons. Uh, I'm thinking about even doing like uh, some some binge type seasons where I record a season in a day. Uh, like it basically be kind of going through a book and then all those episodes re- would release at once. Uh, so, man, I'm I'm just trying to trying different things, but thanks for listening. Today, we're looking at um, the eighth quality of an indispensable leader, and that is focus. Again, if you uh, haven't picked up this book, it's the 21 Indispensable Qualities of a Leader. Uh, There's a link in the show notes uh, there on Anchor. A great book by John Maxwell. Very easy book if you've been listening and we've been going through it i encourage you to to purchase the book even especially if you're listening to the podcast because um he just gives some really great examples that that i don't go into on here so uh today we're talking about focus the sharper it is the sharper you all listen to this quote this is from an unknown uh author if you chase Two rabbits, both will escape. Let me read that again. If you chase two rabbits, both will escape. That is, man, that's profound and true. Uh, Especially as someone like me who has kind of dealt with ADD my whole life. Uh, Here's a a quote from Margaret Mead, an anthropologist. What people say, what people do, and what they say they do are entirely different things. Uh, have you ever dealt with someone who just can't focus? You ever been in a meeting with somebody who just can't focus? I have been guilty of that. I have been guilty of chasing rabbits. I have been have been very guilty of you know kind of kind of letting things meander a bit. And those are those are frustrating meetings, man. When you where you just kind of get off topic. And I have been using um, Michael Hyatt has a book called No Fail Meetings. And when I pre ordered the book, got some really great 
resources and meeting templates uh, that I have been using uh, to take notes during meetings, but also to, you know, when I send out the minutes or the notes from the meeting, this is a great template that kind of lays out what we talked about and it's very, very, uh, very, very focused. Um, so maybe you're listening and she's like, man, Heath, I got ADHD. I can't stay focused, blah, blah, blah. I've heard all the excuses and I've made all the excuses. And so let's look at, uh, let's look at a few things uh, that, uh, John Maxwell lays out, um, some things on some, some guidelines to help us, uh, focus our time and our energy. Uh, here's the first thing, focus 70% on strengths. Listen to this leadership expert, Peter Drucker notes, the great mystery isn't that people do things badly, but they, that they occasionally do a few things well. The only thing that is universal is incompetence. Strength is always specific. Nobody ever commented, for example, that the great violinist Joshua Heiferts probably couldn't play the trumpet very well. To be successful, focus on your strengths and develop them. That's where you should put your, pour your time, energy, and resources. I think all through college, and perhaps even my first decade of ministry, I was always trying to focus on my weaknesses. I was trying to be more organized and more detailed, and I only got more frustrated. And because of that, you know, looking back, my weaknesses didn't get a whole lot stronger, and my strengths actually weakened. So what are your strengths? How do you focus 70% of your time and energy on strengths? I think, for me, bringing it home, I think my strengths are relationships. So I need to be connecting with people. I need to be texting people, emailing people, calling people. I believe my strengths are podcasting, video. I need to be doing more podcasts. I need to be making more videos. Uh, I believe public speaking can be a strength. That is, that is something I've been working on to to improve on. Um, I think one of my strengths is getting people excited. So I need to create moments and events where I can get people excited. Um, focus. Here's the second thing. Focus twenty five percent on new things. Growth equals change. If you dedicate time to new things related to areas of strength, then you'll grow as a leader. Don't forget, in leadership, if you're through growing, you're through. So check this out. So I just mentioned, you know, I love doing videos. So what am I trying to improve at? I'm trying to improve at my video editing. I'm trying to improve at my lighting. I've recently made some videos. I wasn't happy with the lighting. I want to learn better how to light different scenarios and and different uh, video settings. I want to learn about that. 
that's a skill. Those are techniques that I want to use that will, man, just turn the knob a little bit to improve my uh, to improve how my videos look, and if my video, you know, if my videos improve how they look, it's going to give me more confidence in making uh, more and more uh, videos. Uh, I think you know one of the things I worked on uh, yesterday, like I mentioned, is is going through, you know, separating the the podcast into seasons, and I think, I think. There's a, a science to podcasting to to get people to listen. And so I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out not necessarily the content, but how that content is presented. And so just constantly you know, trying to tweak that. Here's the third thing. Focus 5% on areas of weakness. Nobody can entirely avoid working in areas of weakness. The key is to minimize it as much as possible, and leaders can do it by delegating. So several of my weaknesses are uh, details and also communicating details. Like I'm very good at having things in my brain very bad at getting those details on paper in front of people to I'm bad at putting the vision into language that's easily understood. Uh one of the things I'm trying to do uh to help me is I spend time every morning when I go into the office mapping out my day, looking at the details, looking at all the and I and I literally write down every task that that I need to do for that day. And I try to do the ones that the things that that have got to be done, the things like, you know, recording receipts and statistics and reports uh and kind of the the minutia that you those are the things I try to do very early in the morning when my willpower is better because I know man if I can get those things done I can then move on because the areas of our strengths man those are the things we love to do it it's not work when we get to do those things and so if I do the hard things first early in the morning then man I'm good to go the rest of the day and what I have noticed in the uh, the two month. I would say I started doing this at the beginning of November of 2020. And what I have noticed is my energy is much more consistent throughout the day. When I when I when I have mapped out my day, when I know what I've got to get done, when I've made room for interruptions, I've made room for. For those times when people just stop by your office or I've made room for somebody in my office needs some help and and hey, I've got thirty minutes that I can go and I can help you and i and that's that's an area of strength for me, man. I love helping others, I love contributing to the team effort, and so I've just noticed man, my energy is so much better when I do the hard things first, and then my day kind of opens up. Uh, and so, man, it's just just a really, really cool thing. 
so focus 70% on strengths, focus 25% on new things, focus 5% on areas of weakness. Now, maybe, uh, maybe you feel like you've gotten off track. Here's uh, four quick things he says to kind of help yourself get back on track. Number one, work on yourself. Realize that you are your greatest asset or your greatest detriment. Uh, work on your priorities. I think, you know, when you map out your day, you have to prioritize things. Uh, right now, I'm prior prioritizing 2021. The books I want to read, the things I want to learn, the things I want to do, I'm, I'm fighting for my priorities. Uh, working your strengths. You know, you you can reach your potential. Uh, I've always thought, uh, I've had the limiting belief that my tombstone would say unrealized potential. And I don't believe that anymore. I believe that I can not only reach, I believe I can exceed my potential. And that's what I want to spend the rest of my life doing, whether I got 10, 20, 25 years left, I want to spend it exceeding my potential. And then work with your contemporaries. That everything I'm trying to accomplish, I'm going to need help. I'm going to need a team. So here are some things you can do to improve your focus. Uh, number one, shift to your strengths. Devise a plan to make changes, allowing you to dedicate 70% of your time to your strengths. If, you're, if you can't, it may be time to reassess your job or career. So the things you really love to do and the things you're good at, those things are not hard to focus on. And so if you can be working on those things, the things that, that make you feel like you're alive, shift your focus to that. And, and, and man, things kind of fall into place. Second thing, staff your weaknesses. Now, again, you might be in, in a different job or career where maybe this is not a possibility. But what are what are three or four activities in your job that you don't do well? And who can help you with that? Who can you partner with? Maybe there's there's somebody you work with and you could help them out in an area of your strength and they can help you out in an area of their strength. The key is to develop a plan to kind of map that out. I think we, I think we too often, and, and, and the more I read about leadership and the more I read about personal growth and personal development, it always comes back to this. You have to have a plan. This stuff does not happen by accident. You do not improve by accident, and you don't improve without some some pain, some growing pains. And so you got to develop a plan. you got to figure out, okay, these are weaknesses. What am I going to do about them? And here's the last thing. Create an edge. Now that you've looked at priorities, think about concentration. What would it take for you to go to the next level in your main area of strength? What new tools do you need? Time and money spent to take you to the next level are the best investment you can make. Now, you want to talk about an area of weakness for me. I... um, 
I have very much struggled with shiny object syndrome. You know, you're scrolling through Facebook. You're trying to grow personally. You're trying to do better. And listen, there are a thousand courses. There are a thousand books promising to help you. Promising to help you gain purpose. Promising to help you build on your strengths. Promising to to do this and promising to do that. And they work. The problem is, I mean, and and he just mentioned, you know, figure out what tools you need. The the problem is, is you you end up with a toolbox or you, you can end up with a toolbox that's got a padlock on it. You end up with all you end up with so many tools you don't know where to start. And that has been paralyzing for me in my life. Uh, you know, I buy this course and I buy that course. I mean, part of my goal in 2021, part of my reading goal, is I'm reading all these books that I bought that I never read. And it is it's kind of a commitment to myself to say, Heath, you spent this money on this book 10 years ago and you never read it. So number one, it's, I bought this book for a reason. Can this book add value to me? And when I read it, you know, I would say 90% of these books I am going to give away after I read them. Somebody's going to get a heavily highlighted book from me. Uh, these books are going to provide podcast and teaching content for me. Uh, and then you, here's here's the dirty little secret. I, you know, I'm I've got so many other books. Like the what I've committed to this year, I'm going to read 67 books plus the Bible. Now that's not counting like books I read at night for fun or whatever. But 67 books. Man, there's probably 150 books in one of my bookshelves that I hadn't even got to yet. Now a lot of them are on uh spiritual things, church things. Uh but most of like my personal growth and leadership books those are the ones i'm kind of going through this year uh but man i'm excited to kind of check these things to kind of close these tabs of man i got this book i need to read it so as you get ready for 2021 what are you doing to help you focus and what are you focusing on don't use ADD, don't use time, don't use that you don't have the tools. Listen, uh, I, I'm i one of those people. I probably get four planners, or I used to get like four planners a year because I was looking for the right one. And the one I have now, the John Maxwell planner, it's not perfect, but that's the one I'm going to use, and I'm making it work for me. You know, this planner doesn't know me. I own this planner. So figure out what tools you need. Don't get 10. Get one. Use the one that's going to help you sharpen your saw. That's going to help you truly focus and get things done. Not just get things done, but get things done 
well. Get things done with excellence. Get things done in a way that adds value to your team and it adds value to others. So, hey, thanks for listening. If you haven't haven't listened to the other episodes of this season, again, I'm going through the book, The 21 (laughs) Indispensable Qualities of a Leader by John Maxwell. There's a link in the show notes. You can pick it up at Amazon. Uh, This is is a little like a... This is not typical of his books. This is more like a uh, companion book um, to the the Twenty One Laws of Leadership. So this this book is 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 a little bit thinner, and I'm just reading a chapter a day. It's taking me less than ten minutes, but it's really really good stuff. So uh, I pray you have a great day. I pray God would give you vision and clarity to know those things that you need to focus on, and He would give you the willpower to actually focus on them and get them done today. You can do it. You can do it. Quit telling yourself you can't do it. Quit telling yourself you can't live without hitting the snooze button. Quit telling yourself that you don't have the brain power to get stuff done. Quit telling yourself you got to put stuff off and put stuff off and put stuff off to the last minute. That's no way to live. That sucks the life out of you. You can do it. And if there's any way I can help... Go to our Facebook group, The Heath Mulligan Project. You can email me, heathmulligan at gmail.com. You can message me on all the major social media uh, apps. I want to help. I want to help you focus. I want to help you take your life to the next level. God bless. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon.